120 WGN. Dr. Amy Deal is a gender equality researcher, and she and two other researchers did a project that has now been published in the Harvard Business Review, and it's about what is holding women over the age of 40 back when it comes to a career, a workplace. Thank you for joining us, doctor. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Ageism is still the issue, right? That's right. For women, it is. And so talk about the prime years, you know, the years where you're like, well, I'm in my prime. Well, according to Don Lemon at CNN, apparently we're not. But um, (laughs) those prime money making years, usually when it comes to men, that's, you know, the ages between what, 40 and 55? Yeah, 40 and 60, maybe. Um, But what we found for women is what we in the study, we looked at um, women um, of all ages. We defined young women as 20 to 40, middle-aged women as 40 to 60, and older women as um, over 60. And what we found was that the middle-aged women were considered either old or too difficult to manage. Like, there was no sweet spot for women um, like there is, like there may be for men uh, in the workplace. Um, because once women hit a, a certain age that you know seemed to be around the age of 40, they were all of a sudden considered to be old. Um, whereas men at the same age are considered to be mature leaders, women are all of a sudden considered to be um, too old to um, to lead. And we've been watching that in Hollywood. Women in Hollywood have been complaining about that for years, but your research has shown that it's not just there, it's in middle America and just about everywhere across the nation. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing, like, the feedback we've received from the article, the women that have said it is just like it's overnight, and some women say it's, a, it's about a sweet spot, lasts about 10 seconds. Others define it as 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but in either case, it's like it just happens overnight. All of a sudden, they go from being perceived as too young to being perceived as too old. And there there is no prime time uh, uh, sweet spot like there is for men. And you surveyed women leaders who work in higher education, faith-based nonprofits, law, and health care. You gave them open-ended questions. What were you trying to uncover? Well, we were trying to uncover, actually, it was a part of a larger study where we were looking at all the, all the identity factors that women held beyond um, their gender that they felt impacted their experiences in the workplace. Age was a very prevalent um, identity factor that women mentioned, and so we would see comment after comment. Some people would say, oh, I'm, I was told I'm too young to leave. The next woman would say, I was told I'm too old to lead. And then the next woman would say, well, I'm middle-aged, and I'm considered as old, and so I'm, I'm not quite right for leadership either. And when we looked at all the responses, 916 responses, what you realize is it's not a problem with a particular woman. It's a larger phenomenon um, where this ageism bias is happening to all of us, no matter what our age is. Right, because I I know a lot of people, it was a bigger struggle in their 20 to 40 age group, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, especially trying to match the compensation that men doing the same job were getting. Um, what happens now? I mean, is there hope? Are things changing? Yeah, I think so. So that's the good the good thing about being able to publish an article like this is be, being able to shed light on it and give people words and language to talk about it and the data to talk about it. Um, so having it discussed openly, ageism, we've said, is one of the last remaining um, 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 types of discrimination that is kind of... Um, um, acceptable um you know there's people joke about age and things um but 
you know, talking about it openly. And the hope for change is that leaders in um, in workplaces will take this on as a um, as an initiative for their um, their organizations in terms of adding it into their DEI um, um, trainings. Um, you know, where maybe these trainings focus on racial bias, gender bias, adding in age bias, and you know, other types of bias certainly, um, so that. People become aware of it um, throughout the organization and can, um, um, you know, the awareness and then can and apply interventions to um, put a put a stop to it. And um, the other the other major hope is that people, all of us, no matter what level we are in an organization, we can all be allies. And if we hear somebody being discriminated against or being put down because of their age, um, if you're on a search committee or a hiring committee or a promotional, um, you're making a promotional decision, you hear somebody making an age-related comment. You, anyone as an ally, can stand up and say, hey, that's not right. Um, let's look at this person's skills. Let's look at this woman's skills and not think about what her her age is, because her age is irrelevant here. Dr. Amy Deal is a gender equality researcher. The uh, research product revealed, research project revealed that um, women over 40 are being held back at work, and it's due to ageism. And somebody just sent in a text, and they said ageism is alive and well with men as well. This person said, I was laid off at 62. You wouldn't believe how many of my peers, friends, and family had the same thing happen. Sure. I think, um, I think it's always been an issue, and it certainly is. It seems to be more visible with women and more acceptable with women, but it's a problem certainly. overall. Right. It's a problem overall. I, I will admit that. Um, our study looked at women, and it was a problem for women of any age. And like I said, the difference was, you know, where they would say their male counterpart was considered, you know, a mature leader in a middle age. Um, time frame they were considered old so is it is it because we're i I think it's much more pervasive for women right and is it because we give birth uh we tend to be the caretakers of the family does that work against us yeah yeah it's all it's all you know we defined it as it, it actually becomes a red herring for for the underlying for underlying gender bias it's a way to be to discount a woman because she's a woman but not say that you're discounting her because she's a woman um, because, like I said, it's the ageism being a um, somewhat still acceptable um, type of um, disc- discrimination, um, even though it is illegal um, for, right. women, for That's people the point. over 40. It um, is illegal, but it doesn't seem that the laws are able to be enforced because it is so covert in many instances. That's right. That's right. right. Um, yep. I'm, I'm interested in your book. I've, I've, mm-hmm. When I Googled you, it popped up immediately. It's called Glass Walls Shattering the Six Gender Biases Barriers Still Holding Women Back at Work. Give us those six before I let you go. Yeah, so this book was just released in June. Brand new book, Six R, Male Privilege, um, Disproportionate um, Constraints, Insufficient Support, Devaluation, Hostility, and Acquiescence. And I right. uh, would we can't, we cover the, all six of those comprehensively so that you've got the re- readers have lots of examples and lots of um, ways to combat these biases, whether they are a leader, an ally in the workplace, or an individual woman. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's called Glass Walls. That is Dr. Amy Deal. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN, and Sam Rubin is joining us before the end of the show, so stick with us. Lisa Dent. W-G-N.